Good morning, everyone. Good morning. And welcome to another edition of Sports for BI and Family. Featuring my cousin Dietrich on the block, 105 XM Radio. What's going on, cuz? How you doing this morning? I'm good. Feeling right. good. Still another, blessed. Alive, so beautiful yep. morning. Another beautiful morning. Today, Thursday, February 4th, 2021. It's a new month, everyone, so... Blessings and love to everybody out there that's listening to the Block 105 XM Radio, our our sports podcast, and other podcasts that's on, on the radio station. Peace and love to everyone out there. Continue success. And a big shout out to Rec. Thank us. Thank you, Rec, for giving me and my cousin Dietrich the opportunity to spread our expertise about sports on the Block 105 Radio, XM Radio, baby. Good morning. What's going on, cuz? It's been a long, you know, long, long since, weekend, man. Yeah, it's been a lot been going on since we since last Thursday, man. You wanna hop right into it? You wanna get you wanna get started or what? Yeah, let's get right into it, man. All right, let's get into it, man. Um, you want me to take you want me to take it off? Oh, I'll take it off first. Um. We got some news and notes from the Super Bowl 55. We got some different, we got some news, a different type of news, everyone. It's just not about stats and players and everything, but it's also about the coaches and the coaching staffs. And I have a question for, for, for the listeners out there. And you know, I know y'all can't give us the feedback, but my cousin teachers, we're gonna do the we're gonna do the feedback for the people who can't actually give us feedback live. And it is why is every why does everyone love Kansas City coach Andy Reid? He makes his players feel wanted. He makes his players feel wanted. I got a little story that we can add the D. I want you to add on to the story. When Eric Bieniemy was a free agent running back in 1999, he had some, he had a, luc- a lucrative contract offers with other teams. He is he instead he signed a deal for the minimum salary with the Philadelphia Eagles so he could play with their new head coach Andy Reid. Reed tells his players what it is. You understand what I'm saying? So, and of course, Eric Bieniemy ended up being the assistant coach of Andy in Kansas City right now. So, you know, what, what, you want to elaborate on that? That's that's kind of odd how how it's kind of odd how you know it's a 360. It's a 360 with that situation. You know? No, nah, it's it's not kind of odd when you think about it in a situation like. Eric Bieniemy took a pay cut to go play for Philadelphia to play for Andy Reid. They built a relationship, a bond. So when Eric Bieniemy retired, he wanted to get into coaching. Andy Reid took him under his wing, gave him a little news and notes, keys and points and do's and don'ts. Mm-hmm. Now, fast forward to they're going to their second Super Bowl. And now everybody's looking at Eric Bieniemy for a head coaching position. But not only that, you said, why do players and people love Andy Reid? Andy Reid gives players the truth. He doesn't sugarcoat nothing. He tells it how it is. You're willing to work, come to work, work hard, he'll give you a shot. Yep. You're a fair man. 
Players love to play for Andy Reid. Yes. The fair He's a fair is... and honest man. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And um, that's why they're having the success. I think he's like an easygoing coach. He's like a, co- a player's coach. And um, him and Patrick Mahomes are perfect. Him, Patrick Mahomes, and Eric Bieniemy is a perfect combination. I just feel it's funny, though, you know, besides, you know, the the, the, the rift over, um, you know, African-American coaches not getting a lot of head jobs, as we've seen this week. There was um, Chris Gott, uh one of the coaches from the Ravens, Quarterbacks coach is a head coach of the Houston Texans. Head coach of the Houston Texans. Um, so that's David Curley. David, um, David Curley. Yeah, that's a good deal. And he says, you know, that Deshaun Watson's not going away. But that's another topic that we talk discuss later on. But it's just funny, you know. And I always said that I think that um, Eric Bieniemy should stay with Andy Reid. Man, I mean, it's a good combination, man. You know what I mean? I'll be. I, I like that. I like. I like the. I like what they're doing over there in Kansas City. Kansas, Kansas City's coaching staff, besides Andy Reid, is predominantly African American. Yeah, that that that's no. That's that's on. I think that's Tampa Bay's. No, Tampa Bay's. Tampa Bay. Um, Bruce Aarons is the same way too. Bruce Aarons is yeah. the same way too. And yeah. these are, these are coaches that people want to be around, want to play for, because they make them feel at home and comfortable within themselves. Mm-hmm. Also straightforward men, they tell you exactly what it is, how it is. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's a good look for Kansas City. At the end of the day, like, that's what anybody wants is somebody that's honest with them. Mm-hmm. Especially if it comes like you being an athlete and if you can play versus as you can't play. Right. Like, do you deserve starting time? Or you back up to the backup. That's the backup. That sits on the backup of the backup at the end of the bench. Mm-hmm. And it gets obviously he gets the backup ready. Look, you see how Chad Eddy came in and filled in and won the game against the Browns. So obviously they keep all their guys coached up real well. And when it's crunch time, if they need them, they're ready to play. And that has a lot to do with coaching. You know? All right. So, you know, that's a little bit of. Tidbits on Mr. Andy Reid. And next week, we'll have some more tidbits on the other head coach, Bruce Arians, on the other side. But we'll save that for next Thursday. Um, What, we, what do we have here? Oh, God, we got some Super Bowl 55 discussion, matchup discussions that I want to go over with you, D. And um, I got a question. What's up? Of course, I said no feedback for now, but um, you know, you can give me your feedback. You know, um, do you trust the Chiefs secondary to stay with Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Rob Gronkowski, Scotty Miller, and perhaps AB Antonio Brown? Your guy Antonio Brown, your ex Pittsburgh still Antonio Brown. Do you trust him? You trust the Bucks, the Chiefs secondary? You know, that's the question. Do I do I trust the Chiefs secondary? If I'm picking the Chiefs in this situation, I would have to trust their secondary and believe that they can stay with Mike Evans and Antonio Brown, Rob Gronkowski, Godwin, and the rest of the receivers they have over there in Tampa, in Tampa Bay. But okay. that's like a two-sided question, though, because 
can anybody on Tampa's defense catch the cheetah? Yeah, it would definitely. If I say the cheetah, I'm referring to Tyreek Hill. Absolutely, and we'll get into that. But I, I got another question. So even if the Bucks open up an early lead, the Chiefs will. I, I think that the Chiefs, and I'm, I'm pretty sure we have the same. You know, we're thinking the same one. We're thinking like on this one. The, if, like I said, the Bucks open up an early lead, the Chiefs will be just a few strikes of getting back into the game. But the key, but you agree with that, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But if the key will be whenever, whatever, they can hold off the Bucks' defensive front. Like we talked about before. The defensive front of the Bucks, Sue, and of course, the X Factor, Jason Pierre Paul and Shaq Barrett going against Mahomes. And hopefully that front line can hold up. If he gets enough time to hold the ball, you know, he's gonna carve up that buck secondary, as we already said. What you mean if Patrick Mahomes gets enough time to throw the ball? Patrick Mahomes is ninety-six point eight against the Blitz, which is the highest QBR in NFL facing the Blitz. Okay. So it's not a matter of if the offensive line can hold up. It just comes down to if when Tampa blitzes, can they get to Patrick Mahomes before he lets that ball out of his hand? Yeah. And once he let it out of his hands, especially if he hits the cheetah, can any one of them gazelles catch the cheetah? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. The time. The time is just, uh, you know, I hope he has enough time to get, you know, if they get to him, they get to him. So that's what I mean by enough yeah. time, you know. Because, you know, if, you, the, if they the don't it's going to be a long, long night. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, know, you can't no pressure. You can't get to the quarterback. You can't get off the field on third down. Mm-hmm. You can't get off the field on third down. That means your offense can't get on the field to score points, which also means every time the defense is on the field, you're giving up. Points because you're not getting off the field on third down. Mm-hmm. So it could get ugly early either way for either team. Or it could be a shootout or a defensive battle. We do not know, but we will find out. Yes, we will. It might be a defensive battle or it might be an offensive shootout. Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't mind seeing either either one of those. I wouldn't mind seeing both. But I'll I tell you what, the Bucks scored at least thirty points in their last six games. T, but in, in mm-hmm. the same, but in the same breath, TB twelve threw three interceptions versus the Packers. If he throws those three interceptions versus uh, the Chiefs, oh man, it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be a long it's gonna be a long long Super Bowl Sunday for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Let's make that clear. Because Travis Kelsey has a thousand four hundred and sixteen receiving yards, it's a tight end season season. It's a tight end single season record. Let's make that clear, okay? So that man is on a mission to um, you know he's a he's a, he's a top notch AFC pass catcher. All right, so um, they better they gotta have a they better have a strong plan for Mr. Kelsey. If you're worrying about the cheetah, Mr. Kelsey's gonna get you. 
you know. Um, well, I mean, well, in, in the animal kingdom, the gazelles must worry about the cheetah and the lion. So if they can't catch the cheetah, they better sure as heck be able to catch that lion. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, what we have here? I thought, you know, like I said, he threw a he threw a TP twelve threw a total of three picks versus the Packers. Uh, he better make sure he don't do that versus the Chiefs. And uh, he has and he has twelve regular season interceptions, which is not that bad. You know, it's not that bad. I've seen worse. Um, you know, coming coming from TB twelve, it's not that bad because they had you know they had a slow start. Yeah. Uh, I got some key matchups for the Super Bowl Fifty Five. As you know, we're gonna give you a little bit here, a little bit there, leading up to the Super Bowl. Like I said, next Thursday, <laughs> next Thursday, yeah, next Thursday, me, 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 and Dietrich will will preview the Super Bowl. In its entirety, you know, we're just giving you a little bit here, a little bit there, because we still got another week left before Super Bowl Sunday on Super Bowl Fifty Five on Sunday, February seventh. Um, key matchup, one key matchup: the Chief Safety Tamar Matthew versus TB Twelve. Hmm, that's a very important matchup when you when you when you break down the matchup. In the game, can the hunter outsmart TB12 when he lines up as if he's going to come down and be the Mike linebacker, strong side safety? When he's when he's standing at the top and they go cover three, is he coming down on a flip flop? Like there's so you know. Then you have the goal, multiple play calls in the huddle. Always checking, changing. Wants to like to go hurry up. Mm-hmm. So that matchup is going to be a 60-minute intent. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's definitely going to be Something, something, something to watch, and the key matchups is it's, it's, it's keys. A lot of key matchups, but that key matchup right there is very, very, very interesting. And I love to see what Tyron, how they're going to use Mister Matthew, Mister um, the Honey Badger, in in this in this game. In this game, maybe, maybe uh. What you think? How you think? I think they use a honey badger as a robber. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In the middle of the field, so the as as a robber, as a robber, defend, as a robber defender. When they go nickel, when Kansas City goes to a nickel, that's when the key matchup is really going to play out with Tom Brady and the honey badger. Especially if Tampa goes five wide receivers. Yeah, go with them slants. You know what I mean? Yeah, them second level yeah. windows, those crosses. Yeah, them crosses, those crosses the deep in, in those, those in, in, in breaks. Yeah. Back shoulder fades, Suspe- quick outs, post mm-hmm. routes. But that, you know, 
But guess what? Brady going definitely going to have to. That's what the matchup is so important because Brady going to have to definitely identify uh, the, the the honey badger because he also gets loose on that edge in the blitz schemes. So be careful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he might he, he might play Robert one down, and then the next down he might be right down. You you're gonna have to you you gonna have to point that. When Brady start those cadence, he's going to have to point out 32, 32. I think, um, if I'm not mistaken, his, uh, um, his numbers number, uh, is 32. He's going oh, he to have to pick him out. He's going to have to sort him out because he's going to be all over the place. He's going to be he gonna be one of the key key players in this, in this game, man. Absolutely. He's going to be a major player in this game. Absolutely. He's going to be a key player in this game. Like I said, um... I, I like like we said before, Shaq Barrett, um, Jason Pierre Paul with the pressure, because you know that the offensive tackle Eric Fisher is out on the left side. Okay, with the with the torn ACL, that's mm-hmm. the best offensive lineman, and he's on the and he's on the left side. Yeah, so let's see if, if Pierre Paul. Right. Yeah, let's see if Pierre Paul and Shaq Barrett can can cause that. On that yeah. side of the of the ball on defense. Yeah. yeah. That's gonna be a big, 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 big answer. Big, big question. And um, let's see, you know, we're gonna find out. We're gonna find out. We're gonna definitely find out. Um, what else we got here? We got some free agency. That's all the that's all the news. That's all. all that's all. The, that's all we have right now for Super Bowl Fifty Five. Like I said, next week we will be talking more, getting into more of this talk of Super Bowl Fifty Five. Definitely. Um, we'll get into this quarterback carousel we have going on in the NFL. Oh my gosh! It is. It is crazy. The amount of players changing games of- right now. It's a lot of movement. It's a lot of movement going on, man. A lot of movement. A lot of movement. That's that's about to start, but that started already in the first. You want to? You want to? I mean, what, first of all, what do you think about this? This this off season, this quarterback carousel off season, something that we've never seen before, and we probably won't see for a long time afterwards. What do you think about this quarterback carousel, D? Because it's, it's, it's something that we've never seen before. The amount it really is. of talent in the NFL at the quarterback position is unbearable. There's so many mm-hmm. quarterbacks out there playing on the wrong team. And you can see that yeah. like the player himself yes at the at the time of the draft it was a good selection but this player going in didn't know that the head coach that was there last year who drafted him was getting fired and then you got the new coach coming in with a new offensive coordinator new system new everything mm-hmm. so now this player has to new learn a whole new entire system as he's walking, yeah. not something he's been watching on a Sunday when he sit down with his friends after they play the game on Saturday and they just chilling out watching the game, talking or doing their homework while they listen to the game. 
Now it's a whole new system. It's like mm-hmm. a quarterback goes to Oklahoma when Oklahoma had the wing tee. When they was running wishbone left and right. When they had Jamel Holloway, they was running the wishbone. Then you take Jamel Holloway, you send him to the NFL, and he goes to Jerry Glanville in the run and shoot offense in Houston. He's not built for that style of offense. Mm-mm. But you drafted this man first overall. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of we got a lot of. I understand. That's a good point. We got a lot of different moving parts. Like for instance, we got Jimmy G in San Francisco. They're mm-hmm. saying that Jimmy G's. They saying that Jimmy Garoppolo's days are number in San Fran. You know, just 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 to shop around. What you think is a good pick for? I think Jimmy Garoppolo should go back to New England where he started. <laughs> you send him back to New England. It's like. Tom Brady never leaving. You, you yeah, send him back to That's he, he knows the office. He's been there for the offense hasn't changed. The offensive coordinator has the defensive coordinator changed, but the offense is still the same. But then again, the defensive coordinator never changed because the head coach calls the defense. He just works with someone and gives him that title. Everybody yeah. knows Bill Belichick is the defensive play caller over there in the window. Yeah. Matt Patricia got and got famous off of Belichick's teams. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, uh, Sam Donald, the Jets, that's another quarterback that's a tricky situation because it seems like, you know, the Jets got some options. They're trying to get they, – they, I know they're going to go after Deshaun Watson. I mean, who wouldn't? Um, but the Jets got the second overall pick. Do they pick Fields, or do, do they pick the kid from um, BYU? BYU, or they keep, or do they keep their draft picks and build their team and keep Sam Donald and build the team? Hmm? That's a good. I question. mean, I seen I seen a mock draft. I seen a mock draft a couple days ago where they had Jacksonville taking Trevor Lawrence, which is you know what I'm saying, and they had the Jets. Taking a quarterback from BYU. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a lot it's of scenarios. Bills, you see. Bills, they have Phil's as the full fourth overall pick. Cover it out. Yeah. Matthew Stafford's off the board now. So, you know. Yeah. He's the first, he was the first, he was the first puzzle piece. Now we gotta see what happens with Deshaun Watson. But you know, all of this is gonna happen in April. So we got a whole this is speculation yeah. talk, but as it yeah. unfolds, you bring me the end. Yeah, we got a whole number two months to talk about this. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be it's, it's gonna be exciting though. We got a whole number two months to talk about all of this to Sean Watson, man. You know, from you know, from, from what I, from what the past week, you know, from last week they were saying basically. The owner was saying, um, <laughs> we have zero interest in training Watson. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. I mean, they, they, I think they're gonna have to trade him before that. Before if anything happens, it's gonna have to be definitely before the draft. So every so you know, the team can get their picks, and whatever picks they get, they can you know they can they can they can start devising the plan to see who they're going to pick with the picks they receive from another team. So if anything happens, it's definitely going to be before 
April's NFL draft. That's a whole, that's definitely going to go down. And did you hear about your boy, the, 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 the Indianapolis Colts owner, Mr. Ursay, asking Drew, asking Mr. Drew Luck, and we Andrew Luck, to come out of retirement? <laughs> You heard the, you, Mr. 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 Ursay, the the owner of the Indianapolis Colts, asked Andrew Luck, "Can he come out of retirement?" <laughs> I don't think Andrew's coming out of retirement, man. Not to play for that organization. Andrew's not coming out of retirement, man. He played. Andrew got. Got got really he got really hurt he got he got really bruised up man during them years of uh playing for the Colts until they got their offensive line together but before that man it was horrible man it was horrible man I had put a I had put a I had put a uh post on Facebook uh, on my storyline about one of the linemen um from the Indianapolis Colts he was he was like the, the third round pick. And, and from Notre Dame, he plays for the Colts. He's like the best offensive guard, offensive guard in the NFL. And like in three years, he only gave up five sacks in three years of play. That's excellent, man. That's 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 excellent, man. That's excellent, man. Really, really good, man. That's like you know, that's a good stat, unheard of, as far as I'm concerned. People don't really put too much stats. People don't really pay attention to stats when it comes down to linemen. But linemen got we got stats too. As as one of as a former offensive lineman, we have stats too. You know how many pressures you get on the quarterback, how many times the quarterback gets sacked on the side of the ball, how many holding penalties you get, how many pancake blocks you get, things of that nature. And a lot of those things go unnoticed because all the limelight goes to the receivers, the quarterbacks. The tight ends, you know, Dietrich Richards, all those guys. They get all the flame, they get all the fame and glory. But um you gotta, you know, gotta all definitely give it up to the, you know, the big fellas up front. They make the game happen, man. You know? <laughs> this is a shout out to the offensive this is a shout out to the offensive lineman out there. Like I say all the time, quarterback get the million dollar, hundred million dollar contract. But if it ain't for the line. You don't have a quarterback. You don't have a record game. You don't have a team. Yeah. Big men up front, the Hogs, as they used to be called in Washington. Yeah. They get paid. They need to get paid like a big hog. They a big hog. Pay the big hog like a big hog. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely. So many quarterbacks out there, man. Got Cam Newton. Yeah, it's so many. It's crazy. Yeah, you got Cam Newton. You got you got Jacoby Percet, um, from from Indianapolis. It's a lot of different quarterbacks out there. That that's notables. That's notables, and that's not notable, but they're out there. Well, I'm just anxious to see what happens with all these quarterbacks. They was they was also talking about maybe they was also maybe talk about um like 
Deshaun Watson going to the Giants. I'm like, nah, man, I can't see that. And, and you know what the crazy, you know what the crazy, um, you know, you know what it was though. They was like Daniel Jones. They was like Daniel Jones, Shaquan Barkley, and I think the Giants got the fifth overall pick this year. The fifth overall pick. I'm like, what? I mean, I'll be honest with you, and I'm a Giants fan. Daniel Jones regressed last year, and Shaquan Barkley playing for the playing for three years now. The first two years he was hurt. And he was the second mm-hmm. over. He was the second pick overall. That's why they say, "Watch what you're doing by picking a running back so a running back so high." I mean, he's when he he's a top end talent when he when he's healthy. But for the last two years, he went hurt. Last year was his knee. It was his ankle last year. And this year he went out with the ACL. So two, so three out of two out of the three years he's been playing, he's been injured. You know, so I mean that's a high price for Deshaun Watson. I, I mean, especially with the draft picks. But um, like I said, getting back, getting back into into the Giants in general. I mean to jump the topic because we talk about quarterbacks. But to get back in, um, you know, Shaquan Barkley, man. I hope you get healthy, brother, and show that number that number two overall potential. All right, so um. We do have a list of quarterbacks right here. Excuse me. I'm going to hurry this up so we can move forward. It's supposed to be our family featuring the one and only my cousin teachers on the block. block. 105XM Radio. Yes, sir. Dak Prescott, Tyrod Taylor, Philip Rivers, which is retired, Jacoby Prissett, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Cam Newton, Michael Tr- uh, Mitchell Trubisky, Jameis Winston, Andy Dalton. All right. That's it. That's just the, uh, you know, that's just the tip of the iceberg right there. It's a lot of back- it's, uh, yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of backups right there. As I see, <laughs> if you ask me, it's a lot of backups on that list right there. A lot of it's a lot of backups. You know, and um, we definitely will see what happens. Moving forward with the quarterback carousel in the NFL. All right. Round and round we go. Yeah, round and round we go. It's a Super Bowl 55 in the offseason. The NFL is going to be interesting. We will definitely see what happens. Um, yes, we will. Moving forward, D, you got some, you got some more information to give the people? Yeah, staying in the NFL, Patricia Rooney, wife of Pittsburgh chairman Dan Rooney, has passed away at 88. It's crazy when you look at the notable athletes that have passed this year alone, and we're not even too much deep. Mm-hmm. All right. The list is great. The list is long, man. The list is long. And um, the list is long. And... Okay. You got what's long and it's sad, man. Because we got Floyd Little, 
For those of y'all who don't know who Floyd Little was, he was a Hall of Fame running back. He started at Syracuse. He played for the Denver Broncos. He died January 1st. He was 78. Paul Westfall won championships with the Boston Celtics in 74. He died January 2nd at the age of 70. John Muckler, he coached four years in the NHL. Four of those for the Rangers. I mean, four seasons with the Rangers, and he won five Stanley Cup championships with the Oilers. He died at 86 on January 4th. Tommy Lasorda, January 7th, 1993. Dan Sutton, Hall of Fame pitcher for the Dodgers, January 18th at 75. Ted Thompson, general manager of the Packers, January 20th at the age of 68. The late, great Hank Aaron died January 22nd at the age of 86. Hawthorne Wingo, former forward for the New York Knickerbockers. Yes, Hawthorne. 23rd at the age of 73. George Armstrong was the captain of the Toronto Maple Leafs and won four Stanley Cups in the 1960s, died from heart complications on January 24th at the age of 90. And the late great head coach of the University of Temple, Mr. John Shane, January 29th at the age of 89. Mm. And that's what great minds in sports. And that's just the month of January. Yes. Yeah. So you got. Um, I to say, give people their roses while they here. Yeah, and then you got in the entertainment business. You got who? You got um Cicely Tyson that just passed away last week. Um, mm. you had a uh, Larry King, the talk show host that passed. Mm-hmm. Away. Talk show host passed away. And um, there was one other. There was one other. I can't. I can't. I can't think right now. I can't remember right now. There was one other entertainer that passed. But I can't think right now. It'll come to me. But um, yeah, man, this is really, really, you know, people living their lives, and um, I'm just happy, you know, that they get celebrated, especially Sissy mm-hmm. Tyson. Especially Sissy Tyson. She's one of the OGs, man. Yeah, she's one of the old. She's one of the OGs. She did a. She did a lot for the for for actresses and and you know, in this you know, people of color in general in the in the in the act in the, in the acting business. So um, definitely shout out to her and her you know and respect to her and her family and condolences. Larry King as well. Um, he did a lot of, you know, a lot of a lot of interviews with a lot of with a lot of people. <laughs> This, you know, a lot, a lot of, of yeah. I remember the interview with Obama. Larry King, he was, he was doing something positive in, in society because Larry King didn't have just little knuckleheads on his thing and he was talking to people. Yeah. Larry King was big time. Yeah. She made it to Larry King, he was somebody doing something, you know, something, something that was noticeable. And it wasn't, it wasn't nothing negative about that. It was all positive vibes. When it came to Larry King, and um, like I said, there was someone else. I just can't think of it right now, man. On the top of my mind, right? there's so much going through my mind with the sports world and everything. And um, 
you know, this past week they celebrated the Pro Bowl, but there's not a game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a game. It's like a celebration that they had on TV celebrating the players and, you know, and their accomplishments. And, you know, I mean, at least they did something, you know? At least they did something to show, you know, these players that had excellent seasons in the NFL, you know, give them they just do. I mean, yeah, give them they just do. But in all actuality, yeah, like, I kind of miss the old days. When you had Super Bowl, then you had the two-week wait, then you had the Pro Bowl. So if your team is playing in the Super Bowl and your quarterback is the quarterback the MVP of the Super Bowl, and he's playing in the Pro Bowl. He would play in the Pro Bowl since the Pro Bowl comes after the Super Bowl. But since they rescheduled it and restructured everything, added games and this and that, now the Pro Bowl is the week before the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people don't turn out. I mean, yeah, it's in Orlando. It's in a nice city. It's nice, this and that. But it's not a lot, huge turnout like when they had it in Hawaii. Mm-mm. Well, maybe they'll bring back the days of Hawaii. You yeah, know? maybe. Hopefully, if you want to, if you want to play the Pro Bowl, you play you go to Madden to play it virtually. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you want to be playing the Pro Bowl, you want to see a Pro Bowl, play Madden, go to Madden and play it virtually. That's what I say. You know, and you know, you have a little virtual version of the NFC, AFC, Pro Bowl. All right. All right. What else you got for me, D? You got some scores on Thursdays, 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 um, teams playing? No, I got some Thursday, I got some Thursday night action for you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Wow. I got some. Women's hoops, we got some men's hoops, we got some NBA going on tonight, we got some NHL going on tonight. Where you want me to go okay. first, man? What you want to hear first? Well, let's do the college first. Let's do women's okay, game. So let's do the women's game. I love, you know, we love the women's game. February 4th. Yes, yes. Oh, I hope this game is on TV and I hope I get to watch it. We got 17th ranked for Paul facing Seton Hall. Mm-hmm. Then you got Wisconsin versus 7th ranked Maryland. Iowa mm, was 14th ranked Ohio hold on, State. Hold on. That's some good games right there. Hold on. Maryland's 12 and 2. And Ohio Maryland's 12 and 2. And you said Ohio State versus Iowa. Ohio State's 10 and 1. That's some good games right there on the women's side, man. Yeah. But too bad yeah. Mich- too bad but Michigan. What'd you say? Yeah, too bad the Michigan girls ain't doing too hot this year. Yeah, yeah no, Michigan, no, Michigan yeah. girls are doing excellent. Girls, they're ten and one, but they they playing Minnesota five and seven. But the game is postponed because Michigan's still on that protocol, which is which is okay, you know. I'm I'm I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm disappointed not seeing that. Yeah. But go ahead, moving forward. I mean, I'm disappointed in the same thing, but I'm glad the NCAA is taking the proper precautions and looking out for these kids' safety. Mm-hmm. Before South Carolina against Auburn, 15th ranked Kentucky against Ole Miss. 22-ranked Georgia versus Alabama, and number one, LSU, Louisville versus Boston College. 
Then you got Kansas versus ninth ranked Baylor, Rutgers versus sixteenth ranked Indiana, nineteenth ranked Arkansas versus Missouri, and twentieth ranked Tennessee versus twenty one ranked Mississippi State. And we rounded out with LSU against eighth ranked Texas A and M. All right, Texas A and M. A lot of points games. Yeah, Texas A and M is fifteen and one. Yo, these some good teams. Yo, the girls, the women's yeah. game is the women's oh. game is repping this year, man. Tennessee twelve and three. Um, who you got? Arkansas. Um, who you got? Not Arkansas. Excuse me. Oh, Baylor. You know, Baylor was a champion only two years ago. Yeah, eleven and two. Yeah, like you said, Louisville yeah. undefeated. Louisville number one, sixteen and zero. Um, like you said, Georgia yeah. and Alabama. The you know, a thirteen and thirteen and three Georgia versus a twelve and three Alabama. That's good, man. And of course, you know our girl Staley, Staley, South Carolina Gamecocks, thirteen and one, baby, versus Auburn. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Kentucky in there with a little thirteen and four. All right, so the, you know, the women's game is standing up this year, man. Me and my cousin Deets are so proud to announce women's basketball, man. The women's game has really come a long way, man. I ain't, I ain't mad at that, man. I, I, I love, I love every, I love, every, I love to talk about women's basketball. Yeah, but um, we got a we got a smackdown in the Big Ten tonight. Oh yeah, thirteenth ranked Ohio State. Taking on Luca, not Don y'all. Luca Gaza in the seventh rank Iowa Hawkeyes. Mm-hmm. Then we got Loyola Marymount against number one Gonzaga, and then we rounded out with twenty one rank Minnesota versus Rutgers. Nine and six. Okay, Gonzaga standing up there with a seven. Yeah, nine and six. Gonzaga standing up there with a strong oh. seventeen, a seventeen and old record. They got the donut at the end of they, at the end of they, uh, end of they record. So you know that's good. All right. Yeah. All right. Gonzaga smacking the field down right now. But the yeah. thing is, can they keep that momentum going into March, going into the tournament, and through the tournament? Mm-hmm. It's hard to go undefeated in college basketball in Yeah, it is. Especially, it's hard. especially when it's tournament time. Especially yeah. when it's tournament time. That's it is, the whole perspective. NHL action tonight. Mm-hmm. NHL action tonight. You got the Sabres versus the Islanders. Capitals versus Rangers. Predators versus the Panthers. Devils versus the Penguins. The Stars versus the Blue Jackets, Senators, Canadians, Canucks, Maple Leafs. Oh, this is a good one right here. The Hurricanes versus the Blackhawks, Coyotes and the Blues, Flames and Jets, and the Wild and the Avalanche. Mm. The Avalanche is good this year. Yeah, a lot of Slater hockey games, a lot of good games. A lot of of teams just playing well this year in hockey. Playing real well. Okay. Except my New York Rangers is only two and four. So, two, yeah, four. Rangers is up. Uh, yeah. I don't know what we're doing up there right now. Two, four, and two. Two wins, four losses, and two ties, or whatever. 
don't know what we doing right now. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what they're but doing out there. In the National Basketball Association tonight, we had well, out of these games, who were you taking? Okay. We got the Jazz versus the Hawks. Mm. Oh man. I'ma go, I'ma go the Jazz. I'm gonna go with the, the hot jazz. I'm gonna go with the Jazz. Yeah, hot jazz right hot. We got the Warriors. Mavericks. That's that Luka Doncic kick. That's that other Luka. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Mavs this game. Even though the Mavs is they're not in my top 20 power rankings, which I will give to y'all after we do these NBA games. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Mavs. They gotta start winning somewhere around the way. They gotta start winning something. They gotta start winning, man. They gotta get on a winning streak, man. Trailblazers Sixers. Mm. But just last week in Chicago, Mr. Lillard hit the game winner. Um, mm-hmm. he stayed hitting game winners. Um, and they're still going to be on this Eastern Co- East Coast road trip right now. I'm a, and the, you know without without CJ McCullough, I'm gonna go with the 76ers. But I got a, I got a, I got a bone to pick about these 76ers. I don't see them going nowhere. I can't. I just can't understand. I mean, they're number one in the East right now, but I just can't understand how Ben Simmons been in the league for three years and he can't shoot a jump shot. I just don't understand. I just don't get it, D. I just don't get it. This is baffling to me. This makes no sense. Look, if it ain't broke, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. In his eyes, his game ain't. If he can get to the paint. With two dribbles from half court, but how, how are you gonna make this man jump shot? Because if you because look, back up off him and like give him space to shoot, he's gonna get a running start. And once he gets that running start, he's going right past you. I, I, so he's where he wants to be. I'm just saying, and it's just about to pull up and hit the pull up jumper. Gonna go to the hole for the layup. He's gonna. I'm just throw saying. It down. You don't see nothing wrong. You don't see nothing like that funny with that. Like if if you was an NBA player, you had no. I see something. I see. I see it real funny because, and it's strange because his style of play it works in the regular season. That's what I'm saying. The playoffs. You need a jump shot in the playoffs. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And And how much better would he be if he had one? I mean, you even got to shoot threes. Just shoot a little 12-footer, 15-footer. That's all you need. Well, just get a-, a little mid-range. That's it. You know what I mean? Mid-range. Mid-range. That's all, that's all he needs. He does not need to develop a three-point shot. Everybody's saying Ben Simmons needs to develop a three-point shot. No. Ben Simmons needs to develop a mid-range jump shot. That's it. He's consistent. At shooting at like fifty percent clip from the mid range, that's it. Because in the paint, we know he shoots at an eighty or ninety percent clip inside the paint because he's so tall and he's so strong. Yeah, but if he could develop a mid range game, now he's a problem because now you can't let him get the ball on the wing and sag off and give him the three point shot because in two dribbles he's at fifteen feet and he can hit that mm-hmm. consistently. And if they lay off him and show him that new jump shot that, that he needs to develop, then he'll be a problem. 
He'd be a pro. Yeah. But that's all but that's all in the offseason work he does. Yeah, you know. If he's not working on that part of his game, yeah, exactly. He'll improve come time regular season time. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go with the 76. I'm gonna go with the 76 still on that note. And what you got? What else you got for me? Do you got two more games? Rockets. Rockets. Yeah, we're gonna finish it out with the Rockets and the Grizzlies, and then we got the Nuggets against the Lakers. I'm gonna go with the Grizzlies with um Jay Morant back. I'm gonna go with the Grizz over the Rockets, and I'm gonna say, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be honest with you, the Rockets is playing good right now. They got John Wall. They got John Wall. They got. Um, Victor Oladipo, Marcus Cousins, Marcus Cousins, and they got a host of good players. That and they looking good out there. I ain't going front. They look like they, they like they they look happy playing together. They look happy playing together. So I'm excited to see where 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 this turns where this turn where. The Rockets turn into without James Harden, but I'm gonna go with Memphis's game. And you said the last game you said is the Lakers and the Nuggets, correct? Nuggets. You know, I'm gonna go with with LeBron and the Utah Brown. You know, Uh I hope uh, Utah Brown been out a few. Utah Brown been out a few. I mean, I mean, we look we look good last night against Boston, even though we only won by a point. I kind of like how my team was buying into getting a stop down the stretch. The defensive rotations was on point. People was hustling where they were slacking off at. Everybody was moving. That's that's championship basketball. Mm-hmm. When you got all five players on the floor talking, communicating, rotating, switching, covering, getting back, taking charges, calling on the – that's how you win them close games. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You can't win close games down the stretch. You come down chucking up a three. You only down two points. And you take a quick three. You didn't even set up the offense to run the play. You will shoot the quick three. On a one-on-four fast break. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make sense. Nope. So, um, you know, like it's getting into the Lakers. I mean, unless it, it doesn't make sense unless you were Jamal Crawford type of person. You Jamal Crawford or you Steph Curry, you pulling up to take that shot, it makes sense. Oh, yeah. Because 85% of the time, you're hitting that shot. So, Yeah. And uh, with that being said, that's the docket for Thursday, February 4th, NBA games. Now, talk about Lakers and Nuggets. Let's get right to it. Mm-hmm. Let's get right to the, the Sports with B.I. and Family NBA Power Rankings. Number one, Utah at 15-4, and four, the best record in the West. The L.A. Clippers, 15-5, and five, the J.B. Utah team. looking strong. Number three, the L.A. Lakers, 15-6. and six. Number four, Philadelphia, the best in the East, 14 and 6. Brooklyn, rounding out the number five spot. Number six, Milwaukee. And Brooklyn has won. They're on a winning streak right now. So watch out for the Brooklyn Nets, everybody. They they're starting to they're starting to 
mesh right now. The Brooklyn Nets. They're starting to mesh, but it's still championship or bust for Brooklyn. Oh yeah, it don't matter to the playoffs. Yeah. It don't matter the Eastern Conference Finals. You put a big three together with the sole purpose of what? Winning the chip. So that's... At 13 and 8, they, they record is. Excuse me. Milwaukee, number six. And, and Brook, you know, Brooklyn's supposed to be adding... From what I'm hearing, my sources is telling me Brooklyn's supposed to be adding um, Andre Drummond from the Cavs. So if they, had, if they add Andre Drummond, that's the defense that everybody... That, that's the defense that we've been looking for. If they add, if they add Andre Drummond, they definitely gonna be a lot. That's what they need. Yeah, they need that. That's what they need. They need that. That's what they need. They need that because you gave, they gave up Jared Allen and Carius Levert yeah. to get Jared. So you gave up you gave up your defensive stopper. Mm-hmm. Wing your three D wing defender for offensive juggernaut. Yep. So let's see what happens moving forward with that trade. If it happens, it's, it's probably gonna happen sooner or later. Number six. Milwaukee, eleven and eight. You gotta make it happen. Yeah, number number six, Milwaukee, eleven and eight. So you know, Milwaukee look, they're not looking good. Denver's eleven and eight. Indiana, number eight. Um, Denver, number seven, eleven eight. Indiana, number number eight is Indiana, eleven and eight. Number nine is Memphis, eight and six. Number ten, Boston, ten and ten and eight. The Suns moving up the charts every every week. The Phoenix Suns, ten and eight. Number 12, the Portland Trailblazers, 10 and 8. The Golden State Warriors definitely moving up the charts to 13, 11, and 9. And mm-hmm. the Spurs. I remember, I remember the preseason. Preseason they, were, yeah, preseason, they were picked last to win the. the, the they were picked last. Yeah. yeah. Um, the the surprising number 14. Rolling in there, number 14, the surprise of San Antonio Spurs at 11 and 9. Number 15, the Atlanta Hawks, 10 and 9. Ooh. Yeah, 10 and 9. The Spurs is hanging in there, man. They're hanging in that top 20, man. Yeah. I'm proud of the Spurs. This year. The Pop is doing that, a good job. But that Atlanta, that Atlanta record, yeah. But the Atlanta record, 10 and 9. That is shocking. Yeah. Literally. Because how, how Trey Young and Capella is just meshing automatically like that. Whew. Yeah, they were projected to be a. Watch out in the East for them Hawks, yeah, they, man. They were projected to be they protected in the number two three years. The Hawks won't be a record team to be reckoned with. Number sixteen, the Houston Rockets at nine and nine. Number seventeen. Oh man, um, I messed up. What we got? Houston. Excuse me, everyone. I'm sorry about the interruption. I'm sorry about the interruption. Oh, Cleveland at nine and ten. Number 17, Cleveland at 9 and 10. Number 18, Charlotte at 9 and 11. Number 19, my New York Knicks at 9 and 11. And, of course, rounding out to 20, the 20, the 20th team in the power records of NBA is OKC at 8 and 10. Now, Dietrich, before we close out this show, who is off, who mm. is off this list? That's that's who. We got some notables. We got some notables. That's all. Three notables. Three notables. What you got? A lot of notables. I didn't hear. I didn't hear no Miami Heat on that list. That's one notable. I didn't hear Mavericks on that list. That's one note. That's another notable. And of course, you know the second notable, the Toronto Raptors. Toronto, yeah, the Raptors. Yeah, it's crazy because 
Them three teams was doing damage last year. Yeah. What's going on with the start of this year? Well, Jimmy Butler's back, so let's see what happens with that. He looked good last. Yeah, yeah, he looked good last week. But the team that I'm very, very concerned about, but not really concerned about, but they, you know, they, they got the players is is the Washington Wizards, dead last in the NBA, three and twelve. <laughs> Russell Westbrook, Bradley Brill. As Bradley Bill said, we can't guard nobody. I, like I said, like I said in our, like I said in our podcast last week, Bradley Bill said that he does not want to be traded. He's going to stick it out. He's loyal. But we'll see in a few more months. We'll see if that. Uh, when the losses keep piling up. <laughs> when the losses keep piling up. <laughs> we'll see. I hope the Knicks get Bradley Bill, man. If we do, we do. If we don't, we don't. But I would love. Ooh, I would love. Did you see that? I would. Could, could you see that though? Bradley Bill in the Knicks uniform? I would love to see that. We'll have to give up. We'll have to give up. Right now, the Knicks have if the Mavs continue to lose. The Knicks have the Mavs pick for this year's for 2021-22 draft. That's all I'm saying. So the Mavs, do yourself a favor. Keep on losing, and we're gonna get you, and the Knicks will have your pick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to that, that KP trade. For that KP trade, we have Mavericks 2022-2021 pick in the NBA draft. So, Mav, do yourself a favor, Mavs. Keep on losing games for, for the New York Knicks' sake. What? We might mess around and get a top five pick just, just off of the trade. You know what I'm saying? Not because we were bad. Not, not because yeah. we were bad, the team, but just because the trade. You know, we, we got we got their pick. So they projected, they, but they, but the Mavericks is projected to be good. But this year they might not be that good. So the Mavericks, do yourself a favor, keep on losing games, man. For the Knicks' sake, for all our Knicks fans out there, I know XM is worldwide, but of course, you know I'm a Knicks fan. My cousin Dietrich is a Laker fan, so you know, rap, but they, and they got their chip. You would, love <laughs> yeah, that. you would, love I would that. love it. I can see, I can see it now. I can see it now. My aunt, Dallas ends up. Having the worst record, yeah. Knicks get the number one pick yeah. overall. And that's going to wrap up this. <laughs> and on that note, on by that luck, note, by, look, by the luck of the lottery, by, by the luck of the lottery too. At that, <laughs> oh yeah, I'll be jumping like that. That cat be jumping in the Temptation commercial. You ever seen me throw the treat up from the from the top of the from the from the second floor? I'll throw the treat. Dead cat be jumping. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I'll be jumping like that cat. Yo, thank y'all for listening. What's the BI family featuring the one and only my cousin Dietrich, the best of the biggest on the block 105. Block 105 XM Radio. Yes. Shout out to Shout out to Rec for giving us the opportunity. Thank you. Shout out to Rec and thank you to Rec for this opportunity. Yes, indeed. We appreciate the support once again. It's Sports with Beyond Family featuring the one and only my cousin Dietrich Sports Podcast. And um, we'll be back next Thursday with some more Super Bowl talk leading into the tantalizing tip. Leading into Super Bowl 55. Um, and you know, that's all we gotta say. So everybody enjoy the rest of your day. God bless. Make sure y'all give people roses while they're here. 
never hold grudges and stay wear your mask and wear your, wear, your, wear your mask and social distancing. Stay blessed. We love y'all. Talk to y'all next Thursday. Peace.